Welcome to Life Focus with Tony Richards on Anchor.fm. During the next 20 to 30 minutes, Tony will bring you an inspirational, motivational, and challenging message that will help you to review your life focus and go forward. Life Focus is heard Tuesday and Friday on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple, and other podcast networks. Let's join Tony on Life Focus and go forward. Hi, everybody. It's Tony Richards, and welcome to Life Focus. Hope you're having a great day wherever you are in the world. <clears throat> Hope that uh, wherever and whatever it is that you're doing right now, that you're staying focused and going forward. Hey, we're going to talk today about leadership growth. <clears throat> That's right, leadership growth. It's uh, it's always interesting to me whenever you get into a conversation on leadership that uh, inevitably you're going to be talking about some type of leadership growth. And I want you to know that no matter where you are in your life, you are a leader. And even if you're leading yourself, you are leading someone. So it's, it's, and as I said, it's hard to have a conversation about leadership and not talk about in some way leadership growth. We talk about leadership growth in many dimensions, but there's a standard understanding of how and what leadership growth develops. And I think there are various models and some people will even argue that it just comes naturally. You know, the question is, is are you born a leader or are you trained to be a leader? Well, in this podcast, I would like to look at various dimensions of leadership growth and ask you to take action on those aspects that best fit your leadership development and growth. Understanding that, you know, leadership and your way of growing and your way of developing may be a little bit different than someone else's. So I hope what you'll do is you'll look at various dimensions here. Take those that best, best fit your growth and development. I'm going to work for a little bit now from the work of Lolly Daskal on leadership growth. And, you know, the question is, is are you interested in growing as a leader or just in getting ahead? Some people look and say, well, you know, all I want to do is I just want to get ahead in life. I'm not worried about what's going to happen afterwards. I'm not worried about who I'm even going to affect. But you have to realize that as a leader, no matter what you do, you're going to have an effect on someone, positively or negatively. So as you're growing as a leader, you're also looking at ways in which you can help develop others. The best way to do it is so that we all gain information and knowledge in a positive way and we all get ahead. So do you ever stop and think about how you will sharpen your leadership skills and your leadership development? It's so important that we do because so many of us throughout our life, we just think that leadership growth is just going to come automatically. Well, we get training on our job. We get training in school. We get training in our home throughout our life, but is that enough? That's what you have to ask yourself. Well, I think personally that, you know, you're always developing and you're always growing. If not, then you're dead. But, uh, you know, as a leader, you have to sharpen those skills and you have to look and say, okay, how can I better develop myself and how can I strengthen myself so that I can help not only myself, but others as well. So I want to talk briefly on seven opportunities to grow as a leader. That's right. Number one is to identify your motivation. What is it that motivates you as a leader? What keeps you going? 
what, what, what are some of the things that you really strive to do? Because we don't all move in the same direction at the same time. We all look at things in different ways, but what is it that motivates you? How you feel about yourself starts with how motivated you are. Now, you can motivate yourself to be just absolutely get out there and let me do the best I can and I'm going to I'm going to work at it and I'm going to try to do everything I can or you can motivate yourself some people call it demotivating to say you know what forget it it's over I'm not even going to try anymore well as a leader you have to look at that and you have to say is that really the best form of motivation I can give myself because before you can grow as a leader you must know the why behind your drive once you do you'll know the way why is it that I'm doing this? One of the things that I always try to do whenever, whatever it is I'm doing, whether it be individually, myself, working with a group, working with an organization, whatever it might be, is to understand the why behind what we're doing. Because when we understand the why and we can answer that question, then we know how we can best chart the course to help us along the way. Number two, unmask your flaws. Now, let's just face it right up front, we all have flaws. None of us are perfect, but to conquer your flaws, you must first accept them. You must first say, okay, I'm going to own this flaw in my life. It's, it's me. It's because of me. And I have to understand that it's a weakness. And once you know your weaknesses, no one else can use them against you. And you're better prepared to grow as a leader because all leaders in, in one form or another are going to have a flaw and that's not always bad if we learn from it and we grow from it. But the thing is, don't let your flaws hold you back. That's the biggest thing. Don't let your flaws hold you back. Learn and grow from them. They are there for a reason. They're there for a reason. I was with my business partner last week in Cleveland and we were talking and he was telling me that years ago, his youngest daughter was playing a sport. I don't remember which one it was. But he went up to, and he was a coach, and he went up to the person in charge right before the season started and said, I want all the players that nobody else wants. And the guy said, what? He said, I want all the players that are going to kind of sit on the bench all year. And, you know, he looked at me and he said, because they're kind of considered to be flawed, not flawed in any physical way or, or mental way or anything, but just the fact that maybe they don't have all the skills that the other players do. So they end up spending 90 plus percent of their time sitting on the bench. And the guy said, are you sure you want that? And my partner said, yes, I do. So <clears throat> my business partner got all of the players that were kind of going to be sitting on the bench all year. And he said he worked with them and motivated them and told them that uh, they are good and they can do it. And there's no reason why they should be sitting on the bench. They lost one game the entire season. Don't let your flaws hold you back. Learn and grow from them. There are reasons. Number three, learn from your failures. As I said, we're all going to fail. Failure is instructive. It allows you as a leader to learn. Some of the best lessons in life are learned from failing. And we all fall down. But failure means we refuse to get back up and deal with our issues. That's where the real problem comes and the real rub in leadership is when we refuse, when we close the door, when we close our mind, we close our eyes, 
We, we would just close off to everything else because we're just not going to deal with it. It's not the way a leader handles it. it it's, it's like a, a, a pro football team. The quarterback gets sacked once and he gets up and says, that's it. I'm going home. I'm not, uh, I'm not playing anymore because my, my lineman failed me. Well, maybe the quarterback failed the lineman. Who knows? But you have to get up. You have to, you have to refuse to stay down. You have to get up and deal with the issues. You get up, you brush yourself off, and you get ready to turn that moment of, of defeat into a big success. And you can do it. Number four is appreciate feedback. This is something that I always strive for. No one likes hearing that they've done something wrong, but try to view all feedback as a gift, an opportunity to develop. I always like to say when I'm working with a client, what areas that I'm working with you on do you feel that we need to make stronger? In other words, what areas are we lacking? What is it that I can help you with to become stronger? Or what is it that I'm not helping you with that you need help with to get stronger. So look at feedback and take feedback as positive criticism. We all need people in our lives who can give us feedback. Seek it with sincerity and receive it with grace. That's, that's the key. Number five, listen to those with more experience. I always tell people when people are leaving an organization, especially ones that are retiring that have been there 20, 25, 30 years plus, sit down with them, have a cup of coffee, have a binder and, and a pen, listen to what they're saying, write down the knowledge, write down the history, because you see, they have experienced it. And maybe down the road, you're going to experience something similar. And this way you can avoid the pitfalls or the mistakes, maybe because they've already made them and, and can help you through them. So listen to those with more experience. Listen to the experienced people in your life, not just on your job, but at home too, in the community, not because they're always right, but because they have a better understanding of what it means to be wrong and what to do to make it right. To grow in wisdom, you need to pay attention to those who have that experience. To talk and listen and learn from those who have gone before you. Extremely important. Extremely. Number six, refuse to settle for mediocrity. Don't allow your fears to limit your mediocrity. Don't allow that to happen. Don't stop yourself. Always strive for the next level. Always test yourself and learn and grow. It's always important to do that. I've told you before, I played hockey and I had a coach one time that came to us between periods and he said, okay, guys, why are you settling today, tonight? We were playing a team that wasn't winning very much that season. Not going to say they weren't very good. They were. They just weren't winning very much that season. And he said, why are you skating to their level? He said, bring them up, skate to your level. And it makes a difference. So I tell you in life, don't go down. I have a friend who says, don't go down to their level. Refuse to do it. Refuse mediocrity and develop the attitude that, you know what, no matter what, I'm going to strive to be the best I can be. I'm going to strive to be the best person. I'm going to strive to be the best friend. I'm going to strive to be the best parent. I'm going to strive to be the best leader that I can be. And number seven, invest in yourself. If you're truly interested in growth, create an environment which you can invest in yourself so that you can be your best. And I always tell people, read. It's so important. Reading is so critical. You know, the average person 
when they graduate from high school and they do not go on to college, the average person in the United States will read for the rest of their lifetimes, fully from cover to cover, on the average, two books. You know that in many other countries, it's anywhere from two to four books a month. Read. Reading is so important. It gives you knowledge. It, it takes you to places maybe that you haven't been before. Write. Writing is important too. Sit down, write it out. Write out your, keep a journal. It's so important to keep a journal so that you, you can go back and you can review and you can say, look, look at the progress I've made. Or gosh, I'm always doing this. You can start seeing trends in your life and what's happening. Explore. Don't be afraid to explore. Get out and explore. And if you can't get out and explore, there's so many channels on television nowadays that you can go to all over the world, all ends of the world, and explore different people, different cultures, different ideas, different foods, everything. Become an explorer in your own, own house and learn. Don't ever be afraid to learn. Learning means we're going to make mistakes, and that's okay as long as we learn from them. Work on your leadership growth every day, every day. And when you do, you know what? When you work on your growth, <laughs> yeah, you know, you go forward, right? You're listening to Life Focus with Tony Richards. Life Focus is heard Tuesday and Friday on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple, and other podcast networks. Let's return to the podcast. We're talking today about leadership growth. And we've been talking about some characteristics of, or, or, or some areas of leadership growth, some dimensions of leadership growth. Now I want to look at some characteristics of leadership growth. And these, these are going to be directed now right at you. These are right at you. Number one, very important, be open-minded. Be open-minded. It's so critical that we have a learning mind, an engaging mind. There's someone that I knew that he was running an organization and he would come in in the morning and he would walk by the, the desk of his administrative assistant, go to his door he, with his cup of coffee in his hand. He's closed his door. Before he closed the blinds on the door, he had one of those signs that open and closed and he flipped it to closed. I don't know why when he left at night, he had it put open, but he flipped it to closed <clears throat> and he sit there for most of the day. And yet he'd tell people he was very open-minded. What kind of message are you sending? We can do it psychologically too. We can, we can be in a meeting and we can close our mind. And once we close our mind, that's it. We're not going to, we're not going to participate. We're not going to, we're not going to talk. We're not going to give you anything. Now, others, people will see that and say that that's a very closed minded person. So be careful as a leader. You don't want to have that reputation of being closed minded. Keep an open mind. Number two, embrace and understand change. Change is going to happen. Change will happen. And if you don't change, it's going to stay the same. It's going to stay the same if you don't change or it's going to get worse. You have to be able to say, okay, um, I, I got to make this change right here. Sports teams do it. Uh, football teams do it at halftime. They make adjustments, they call it. They're changing. They look at the patterns of the first half and they say, where do we need to change? What do we need to do? That's why sometimes a team will play in the first half and they'll come out and they'll say, wow, this team's playing altogether differently in the second half than they did in the first. That's because they have looked at the situation. They've looked at the, 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 the pictures. They've looked at the videos. They've, they've looked, they've talked about it. The coaches have talked about it. They got people up in the press box 
and they're relaying information to the coaches. This is what they're seeing. These are the, the patterns they're seeing. And so they make changes. Hockey teams do it between periods. They do the same thing. The coach will come out and say, okay, here's where we need to change if we want to get better, if we want a chance of winning this game. You do the same thing. Look at your life every day. That's why I say keep a journal every, every night. Think about what are the things I did today, tomorrow morning. What do I want to do differently? What do, how, how do I want to change so I can become stronger and better? Number three, be aware of your situation. Know where you are. Know what's happening in your life and know how you're going to get better at it. That's the most important thing. What is my situation and how can I change it for the better? How can I do that? Number four, always prepare. Always be prepared. Again, I, I use the sports analogy. Most teams that win championships, matter of fact, I'm going to go so far and say all teams that win championships do not get up on championship day Sunday and say, okay, let's figure out a plan now of what, what we're going to do. How, how are we going to prepare for this? No. They know the situation even in the offseason. They know it through the draft system. Who do we need to draft? What's gonna, who's going to make us stronger? They know it in the drills that they have. They call them spring drafts, spring training for baseball teams. Okay, gives a time to evaluate, to look at the situation for what it is. Are we going to put a team together that, that's, that's going to win? Are we going to have the ability and the strength of the team to win? They are aware, the coaches are aware of the situation. They make the players aware of the situation. Make your team, your players aware of the situation. Always prepare. Always prepare. Teach others to prepare as well. That's what coaches do. Coaches don't come out and teachers, they don't come out to tell you do this or do that. They want to prepare you. They want to give you opportunities to succeed. They want, to, they want you to, to be prepared to go to the next level. Have clarity in what you do. It's so important that when we're talking with others and we're, we're leading others, that we're clear in what we're saying. We're clear in our understanding. And if we're not, then we need to have the clarity to say, I need to get more information. I need to understand and I'll get back with you. Take ownership. In everything you do, understand that it's me. It's me. I had the hardest time for a while when I played hockey of taking ownership. I always blamed the rest of the team. I blamed others. The reason that they scored a goal on me was because they, my team let me down. They didn't do it well. I remember one game I made a tremendous save. I still to this day don't know how I made the save. And I thought I was big stuff. And I thought, hey, I, I'm, I, you guys aren't taking ownership for this. I am. So at the next game after the national anthem, I put my mask on and I turned around and I saw the opposition team, but I didn't see my team. And I looked over on the bench and there they were. And I'm kind of like, come on, coach, come on. And, uh, and he wasn't letting the team out there. Finally, he called me over and I skated over. I said, what's going on? I said, where are the players? I need my team. He said, you need what? I said, I need my team. He said, you need what? I said, I need, and I stopped. And I realized at that time, I have to take ownership to say, I need my team. We need each other. We need to help each other. So take ownership and help others. Help others to grow. So important. So important because if you're going to succeed, the way you're going to do it is by helping others. I always try when I'm hiring staff, I always try to find people that are smarter than me, have more experience than me, maybe even have a little more education than I do, because I know these are the ones that are going to force me to keep going. That's what I love about teaching in the classroom. You're forced to, 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 to help these students grow. But in order to do that, 
I've got to do research. I've got to grow. I've got to stay ahead of the game. And that's what leaders do. Eliminate the waste. Eliminate the waste because too many times in life we are, we're, 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 we listen to garbage. We sit there and, and we do nothing. And we sit there and we let opportunities slide by. Don't let that happen. Don't let that happen. Be strong. Yes, we have to have time to take breaks and we have to have time to rest, but don't make that your priority. Break down your silos. Oh gosh, too many times we are, uh, this is my, you see this in organizations where the accounting department doesn't talk to the marketing department, doesn't talk to the human resource department. They're all like, they're, they're all in the same area, but they're all sitting together. They're all sitting separate from one another in their own little silos. Break those down. Break the silos down in your mind. Break them down and, and be the leader that you are. Be present and in the moment. Be in the moment. Stay in the moment. Yes, it's, it's good to plan. Yes, it's good to daydream. Yes, it's good to, but there's time and places for that. Be present and in the moment in everything you are doing. Promote diversity and inclusion. We are all in this together. There is no one that is better than anyone else. Some may have more experience. Some may have more education but it does not mean that they are better. Promote diversity, promote inclusion, work together in all that you do. That's what good leaders do. Foster growth in yourself and others. Oh my, that's so important. So important that we foster growth. We have to know it in ourselves first so that we can help others. If we don't, if we don't foster growth in ourselves, how in the heck are we gonna help others? So take the time, learn, I challenge you over the next 30 days, I challenge you to read more, to write more, to explore more, to develop more. Be the leader that you are created to be. And just as importantly, train others to be their leader so that together you can all go forward. Thank you for joining us today on Life Focus. We hope this program will bring you critical insights to learn and go forward. Life Focus with Tony Richards is heard Tuesday and Friday on Anchor.fm. He can also be heard on Spotify, Apple, and other podcast networks. To listen to this or other Life Focus episodes, simply go to Anchor.fm slash Tony Richards. Tony is available to speak for your next event, either in person or virtually. To book him, simply call 724-252-7717 or email us at arrichards99 at gmail.com and state booking in the subject line, and we will contact you within one business day. Thank you again for listening, and remember, in all you do, go forward.